Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this show. I am your fearless guide, Heather Pickin, and I'm so excited. Actually, I'm very inspired to bring women together on this show that have the formula, that have the formula through breaking through their fears, whether it be business, relationships, and uh, actually empower you, give you those, the, the tools. And I like sharing the stories of women uh, that have actually gone through uh, all, of the, all of the fears, all of the tears. And today I am so excited to share with you my guest, Jackie Woodside. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, she is a TEDx speaker, radio and uh, TV personality and seminar leader who is passionate about expanding human potential. Now, what was really interesting, right before we started this recording, we were talking about uh, her past. And, you know, Jackie went from homeless, crazy, and debt-ridden to seven-figure assets. Uh, so we're going to break, break through that formula, mm. dive right into it. She's also the bestseller of Money Vibe, Calming the Chaos, and Time for a Change. And she's a certified professional coach an energy leadership master practitioner, and has over 25 years of clinical experience as a manager, therapist, and consultant. So we're going to dive right into this topic about, you know, how she came about, like going through this journey and uh, becoming successful. So Jackie, thank you so much for being my yeah, guest today. Thank you for that warm welcome, Heather. It's really nice to be here with you. My pleasure. I want us to go back to the time where um, you know you 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 were in this position of of losing everything, kind of yeah. share with us what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, let's let's dive right in, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I love that, Heather. Thank you. So, I you know, I guess you're talking about the time that I found ended up finding myself homeless. Um, I don't I don't know which part of it is more interesting: the fact that I was homeless for a time, or the fact that I was homeless because of the result of being in a domestic violence situation. So that was what precipitated my uh, ending up being homeless. I was, um, I had moved from uh, Rochester, New York to Boston and the move precipitated quite a psychiatric crisis for my, my partner at the time. And you know, the relationship just turned really ugly really fast and and I ended up being in a domestic violence situation. I think it culminated one day when I was at, where, at work and I had fallen downstairs at work. It was wintertime in New England. I was in one of those old buildings that had those marble, those old marble stairs on it. And I was going down the stairs and my feet were wet from being in the snow and I'm boom, 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 you know, down several stairs. And I, I was actually hurt. So I went in, you know, I like, you know, steeled myself together and went into a meeting and my colleagues all looked at me and they're like, you'd better go see somebody. You don't look okay. 
So I went to one of those dock in a box places and uh, the dock in a box said, um, you know, come out, check you out. And we did the exam and he said, come into my office. I want to, I want to speak with you. And he looked at me across his desk and he said, I have a daughter about your age. And if someone was doing to her what I know someone is doing to you, I would want someone to say something. And I was blown away. He saw the bruises on my back and the fingerprints on my shoulders and scratches on my neck. And I had, in fact, fallen downstairs at work. Like, that's why I was there. But he thought someone I had, had kicked me in the back uh, because there were other bruises on the back. And so then I had to go into work and fill out the HR um, paperwork for, for being on workman's comp for a few days because I'd fallen downstairs. And the same thing happened with my HR director. Oh, so the bruise on your face and the scratch on your neck. And I was like, yeah, no, those aren't from the fall. And so those two experiences, like right back to back, were kind of my cosmic wake up call. Like, what are you doing? But then there's the, where are you going to go? Right. So I was homeless for, I don't know, just a couple of months while I was kind of couch surfing and between here and there and took a week off and went away and, um, and then got a sublet for a while. But yeah, it was an ugly time in my life. I had no money, no relationship. I was in a new city, um, had no idea how I was going to get myself together and, uh, and just blessed where I am today. So that was, uh, that was probably the dark night of, of, my, of my process that led me into gratefully years of recovery and, um, and the life I have today. Wow. You know, I yeah. think so there's a lot of gaps in between there. Feel free to dive in and ask whatever you want. Yeah. That story is so powerful. And I want women that are listening right now, like maybe you're in a relationship. It doesn't matter if it's physical right. or verbal abuse. Or verbal, a right. Of, a lot of times women think that they can't escape. So I'm kind of curious if that fall didn't happen, do you think that you still would have left that relationship? That's a great question. I, you know, I, I think what would have happened, something would have broken, right? Either I, it was actually the relationship was with a woman. So either I would have woken up and got myself out or she probably would have left the area. She ended up going back to where we had moved from and having like a three or four month psychiatric admission. So um, and was diagnosed with bipolar disease and put on, uh, on medications. So I think something would have given. I don't know right. if it would have been me, but honestly, I don't think so. I was pretty, my head was pretty screwed on backwards at the time mm -hmm. where I was codependent and all about like, I just have to save the relationship. I was afraid, right? I was in this new city and I didn't know anybody. And all of my connections in the city were through her. Uh, her she had friends there in a the community there. So I don't know, but I'm just grateful, grateful for the fall, grateful to, to this day for that doctor who looked at me and said, I have a daughter your age. And if someone were doing for her, to her, what I know someone is doing to you, I would want someone to say something. It was wow. a powerful wake up. Yeah, it was a really powerful wake up call for me. So let me be the wake up call for your listeners today. Um, if someone is doing to you what someone was doing to me, you don't have to live that way. You can find a way. The how is really secondary. The primary initiative is the will to say, I'm not going to live this way any longer. Right. And it, you're right. It may not be physical. It could be control. You know, sometimes that's the dynamic in relationships where men or sometimes women, you know, like it's just controlling who you talk to, control how you spend your money, control where you go. 
So look to see, you know, if you're not feeling loved, honored, cherished, and enjoyed in your relationship, just baby, you are not in the right place. Because I, I will say, end of the story, fast forward, I am the happiest married person that I know. And, uh, and I am so, so grateful. I'm married to a woman, uh, grateful for gay rights in our country. And uh, we have a beautiful 14-year-old son. And we have a beautiful family. And I'm really, really happy with the life that I've been able to create, even though it started out so very, very dysfunctional and difficult and painful. Mm, what, what an interesting story that you were able to turn your life around and I find, you know, you mentioned something earlier about, uh, you know, really this piece of not valuing yourself because when we stay in relationships, it doesn't matter if it's uh, physical abuse or verbal abuse, there's that underlying issue of not valuing yourself. So then we stay, that codependency. Even so, work relationships, right? Sometimes people just stay at a job or stay with a boss. Yeah. They don't have that sense of self-empowerment or value. Absolutely. Now, what would you tell a woman today that is really not standing, like she's not valuing herself, and this can translate, like you mentioned, at work or right. through business, like what are some of the things that she can do in order to strengthen that connection to, to own her value? Yeah, I, I think of a few things. First of all, uh, it sounds so cliche, but loving and accepting yourself just the way you are and just the way you are not. I mean, I'm still working on this every single day of my life, even though my life is great and great family, great marriage, great career. But every single day, there's some place where I'll be judging myself, some place where I'm not accepting myself. So I say to myself every single day, I love and accept myself just the way I am and just the way I am not. <laughs> just the way I am and just the way I'm not. So loving and accepting yourself. Number two, knowing really what you value and what you want your life to, what you want to fill your life with. And anything that's unlike that, you've got to really confront, be like, is this going to fulfill my vision and my values? Is this how I want to live? Is this in alignment with what I want my life to be like? And if you really get rigorous with that, with that self-examination of knowing what you value and what you want your life to be, and then outer examination of, is this a reflection? Is this a reflection? Like this time right here with you and talking to your listeners, this is a reflection of what I love and value. So I'm going to spend my time this way. If it's not, why are you doing it? And I know, you know, some people are like, well, I got to pay the bills, Jackie. Yes, you do have to pay the bills. But if you're not loved and honored, even at the workplace, there's someplace else higher that is calling you. And you just, first of all, you have to believe that and open yourself up to it and then start just little outreach here and there. I've gotten more work and more contracts by simply saying, well, that sounds like fun. Why don't you hire me to do that? I love it. Right. And people are like, oh, how can you say, I'm like, why wouldn't I say that? It did sound like fun and I'd want to do it. I have the skill for it. And I've gotten more work like that. So be willing to, the, I guess the third thing. So, you know, really look at your life, you know, what, love and value yourself, know what you value, what you want your life to be like. And then thirdly, speak up. Just show up and speak up. Hey, you know, I, I can do that. I would love to do that with you. The right people and the right opportunities will always show when you, if you will, your energy field is open and receptive to that. And when you're closed in and not valuing and loving yourself, your energy field will be closed as well. And then great opportunities just don't, don't they can't get in. There's no way for them to come to you. I love that. I love what you're saying is that it really stems from loving yourself. If you're shut down or closed off, right? you cannot align yourself with the vision that you want. I'm a big believer on getting really clear on your vision and that alignment. So what you're saying is so simple, yet 
a lot of women, particularly, they're not doing it. So, yeah, and I really believe this is a little bit of philosophical belief, but the that's what we're here to do is to look and see what do I love, and then how do I want that to be in my life, my vision, my values, and my vision, and then go out and create that and bring that forth. The more people do that, I think that's the path of human evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we stay away from that, like, oh, I can't do that. I can't, that that's like such crap. So just tell you that that's what you're here for. You're here to make manifest your highest vision of yourself. Mm. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. So going back to your story, because I, I just, I'm obsessed with the story because yeah, I want to connect the dots. So you got out of the bad relationship and where, what was the turning point where you started uh, creating more wealth for yourself? Was it one opportunity and that kind of snowballed after the next? That's a great question. Um, I do think that that was the case, although it was not linear. You know, you, you've seen those, uh, those uh, little gra- um, images that like, you know, your path to success and it's like this and back here. And it was, you know, a little bit more like that. So I think there was a couple of things. One is um, when I went into self-employment, quite honestly, I left, uh, I left a job um, and so, and went into self-employment as a con- mental health consultant and psychotherapist. But that first year, instead of it being a linear path to greater success, and pre- it was not so pretty. My first year of self-employment was very, very difficult. I you know, probably lost more money than I made, but I got to a point where I had to choose. Like, am I all in? Am I going to do this? Because financially, I, I had gone through all of my savings. And that was the turning point for me. Like, I got to do this. I, I, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to go back and get a job or what, what am I going to do? And I just, I did a a few things, sent out some letters, did some outreach, but really my energy changed and I just was full on in, I'm going to do this. And then there was a really great trajectory of uh, really increasing my income and my private practice, my consulting work. I, I had such a great run as a mental health clinician, but then I got bored. And so I did the whole thing all over again, about 12 years later maybe 15 years later, I closed my private practice and went full-time in this field as a speaker and author and professional development trainer, and I trained coaches. So I'd been, in a, I'd been coaching for a long time as part of my practice, uh, but I had never gone full-on in it. So I did the same thing again, and the same thing happened. I had a very difficult first <laughs> year, and I'm like sitting there crying, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't open my practice again. What am I going to do? Get a job. You know, the, all the same things. And then, you know, went on an incredible, incredible run. And since then, you know, I've published three books. I've written 12 curriculums. I train coaches. I speak all around the country. And, and, and I'm doing work that I love. I really feel like this is what I was born to do. Mm. Is I, I love that. Energy. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't linear and it wasn't easy. If anyone would have told me how hard it was going to be, I probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have done it. Exactly. I want to, I really want to highlight what you said because I want women to get this. Uh, Three things that you said. Number one, you made a decision. So when you first started out, you made that decision and and that seemed to align your energy. So the decision, you made it, you aligned your energy and things started to evolve, right? Yeah, those, yeah. Those I really believe to that once you make the decision, it, there's some quote uh, by Gerta that says all of the, you know all of life, all energies align with that decision and bring to you all manner of circumstances and resources that would not have come forth otherwise. 
I love that. But you know what's interesting is, and this show is all about breaking through your fear. You have to break through your fear in order to get to that decision, right? Yeah. And believe in the invisible. So you did that. And another thing I wanna, I wanna highlight, and this is something I could relate to. I can relate to everything that you're talking about. You got bored. And so something greater inside of you was, was nudging at you saying, yeah. okay, Jackie, we, we, yeah. have to, we have to look out there. And, and then you had this chaos. So this is exactly what happened to my business. And I want women to look at this, no matter where you're at in your business evolution or life, these things will happen. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And there's always going to be a greater call for the next thing to express through you. It's not like, oh, now I'm done and I'm on, you know, I'm on my way. It, it, absolutely. You're going to get that call to do the next thing. That's the course of evolution. Mm, I love that. Now let's talk about breaking through fear. So sure. I have interviewed over 500 female leaders, very successful, different industries. Wow. And not one said that there's never, you know, the fear stops, right? There, it, it's an ongoing right. thing. So yeah. how do you deal with when you're faced with fears and challenges, uh, not just in business, but in your life, like, do you have a sure. process? Yeah, I do actually. Um, I have this process that I teach people about how to change your thoughts or change your emotions. I say that uh, we have a vibe, right? You have a vibe, I have a vibe, and like vibes attract. What is your vibe made of? Do you know what I mean by that? Absolutely. Okay, great. So we say it all the time. I like her vibe, I didn't like his vibe. Oh, what's with her vibe today, right? But there's actual science behind that. So I say that your vibe is made up of your beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts. Your beat. Your beat creates your vibe, which creates your life. Okay? So Love beliefs, that. emotions, attitudes, and thoughts. So when I have one of those that doesn't support who I know I came here to be, doesn't support my vision, doesn't support my future of self that I'm creating, then I have this three-step process that I teach everyone and that I use all the time. It's catch it, challenge it, and change it. So I have a belief of like, oh God, you know, I, I probably won't be able to get that talk or I won't get that contract or what will they think of me? I did a gig in front of like 300 military officers recently and I was just so intimidated. And, you know, so I had to use this process all the time. I was in a, a room full of military like generals and admirals. and It was amazing. I loved it. But, you know, it was, I was intimidated. I'm like the only person in the room who's not in military garb. Anyway, so I had to, that was just one example. I had all this stuff going through my head. What do I have to teach them? And they're amazing leaders. And what do they think of me? And I'm a woman. It's 90% men. Blah, 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 blah. Right? You know how that goes. So catch it. So I catch the thought like, oh, I don't have it. What are they, what will they think of me? Oh, and then challenge it. So catch it. Awareness. Everything starts there. Challenge it. Is that, is that going to help you create the outcome that you want? If you continue with that thought, what, where's that going to lead you? Is that creating the experience you want to have right now? So challenge it and then change it. No, that's crap. You know, I'm the one that got hired for this gig. They asked me to go there because they'd seen me before and feel like I have something to bring to them. So I'm, I am worthy. I can deliver. I am confident to be with these men. So I like that three-step process of catch it. That just means awareness challenge it because i don't think you can just go from like oh i no god i'm so worried about it oh no i'll be fine oh no i'm gonna say no you gotta do that in between step challenge your own thinking use your mind to train your brain what that means is use your higher portion of your mind your executive functioning reasoning mind to talk back to your emotional brain your fear center the amygdala 
so that you reduce the fear and move forward with greater peace of mind and confidence. Mm, I love that. It's so simple, yet so easy in helping you to shift mentally, helping right. you to shift your nervous system. Because if you, exactly can't, right. if you can't calm down your nerves, it's going to be hard to go out there and speak. So you, you did your process. And my question is, how did it go afterwards? What were some of the things that people said as a result? Oh my gosh. Well, I was there for about an hour and 15 minutes afterwards because there were so many people who wanted to speak to me. That's always a, a good indicator. Um, I got hired uh, within two weeks, I got hired to do another gig for them, a different group of people, but people in that audience hired me to do another one. And the things that people said were like that, that was life-changing. You know, your teachings are so simple and practical, but, but, and easy to understand, but wow, I never thought of it that way. Or, you know, I really need to go home and tell my wife about this. And, uh, you know, those kinds of things where people really got that if they just apply what I was teaching, that they would absolutely have a different experience of life. Mm, I love that. I love how you can transform, you know, your emotions, how you're seeing the situation, and then also get get that feedback. So yeah. moving forward, what is the, the the vision, the mission, the purpose of how you want to leave your legacy with your work? Oh, thank you. So I've created a, a program called the Curriculum for Conscious Living. And it's all about what I've spoken about here today. It's how to be present to what you value and what your vision is. It's how to raise your vibe. It's uh, how to create your life. The first program is called Life Design. How to create your life from the inside out based on who you were came here to be. And in the last year, I've started training coaches and facilitators to teach the curriculum for conscious living to teach the life design course and the other programs in that curriculum. So my legacy, that, that is my, my work is my legacy. Yes, I have a son. Yes, I have a family property that's been in the family for generations. That's all nice. But my legacy, who I came here to be, is to teach people about elevating their vibe, raising their vibe, raising their consciousness, so that they are able to live their highest life. And now that I have a group of people, coaches and uh, trainers and facilitators teaching my work. It's the most gratifying thing where sometimes I, I, my church, there's a lot of people in my church who've done my work and somebody will come up to me and be like, I loved your life design course. I'll be like, what course of mine were they in? I, I don't remember teaching them. I don't remember. They'll be like, yeah, you know, Tom walked me through it or Amanda would, Amanda and I did the, and I'm like, wow, they did my work and I didn't do it. So seeing my work outlive me and have other people delivering uh, my curriculums and my teaching and training is just deeply, deeply gratifying for me. So my vision for the next year is to have 100 certified uh, curriculum for conscious living trainers and coaches over the next year. Wow. I love that. I love that, Jackie. This has been so inspiring. I know women all around the world, I and mean, we have women listening in all different countries. I always, I'm always looking where the map lights up. Yeah, yeah so, I love it. Uh, thank you so much. And where can people learn more about you and your work? Yeah, so my website's probably the easiest place, just JackieWoodside.com. I'm very easy to find in that way. So JackieWoodside.com, and you can send me an email there. You can also find me on Facebook, Jackie Woodside Speaker, and a fun little group, if you like Facebook groups, The Vibe Tribe on Facebook uh, is a, another place that just a community of people that are committed to having a high vibe and le leading a great life. I love it. I love, I love this, Jackie. Thank you so much awesome. for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. It's great to spend time with you, Heather. My pleasure. And until next time, everyone, this is Heather Picken and live 
fearlessly. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com. Dot com.